You're listening to Tim Talks, Taking Interest in Ministry, a conversation between two great friends with over 70 years of ministry between them. Ministering on opposite sides of the border, Dr. Al Stone is the General Director of Bearing Precious Seed Canada and Pastor Emeritus of the Bible Baptist Church in St. Thomas, Ontario, Canada, while Pastor Dan Wolven pastors the North Columbus Baptist Church in Columbus, Ohio. Listen now as Al and Dan review and relate their experiences in hopes of helping others who are taking an interest in ministry. Now, here is Tim Talks. Welcome to Tim Talks. A little hiccup in that one. A little, oh, yeah. Sometimes you get a little you get a little wave. You get a little wave in the cup. So in the immortal words of a group from the 60, I was catching a wave and I was sitting on top of the world. So there you go. For those of you that can remember back that far. How you doing, man? I'm doing absolutely wonderful, except Good. In yeah. one regard, I'm not. Oh, no. We, What's wrong? Ohio just went on the seller's market yesterday. Uh-oh. Issue one Uh-oh. went down. No. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, so all oh, you got to no. do is spend, spend a few million dollars, and you'll be able to buy yourself a way into the Constitution now. It, it, is, oh. it is so disappointing, but oh, my you stay with it. What was the vote? You know, I didn't even look this morning. I think it was around 56, 44, something like that. It was it was strong enough, wow. you know, to where it was. Wow. Yep. Yeah. Ohio's changing a little bit, I think, my friend. No, it isn't. It's That's just the way to let the minority win. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's, uh, that's disappointing. I'm sorry to hear that. Yep. I know you worked. Yeah, I know you worked hard on that. A lot of people were promoting that, and wow, it's uh, politically. Both of us are in a very difficult situation right now, and I, I'm not seeing a lot of solution other than a great intervention of the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, things here are very, very bad. Some of you may have heard that our House of Commons just passed legislation. I think it was Bill C10. That yes no news agency can now come into Canada without paying a premium to the government yep. to be able to broadcast in any form. So right. ABC, NBC, Facebook, you know, Twitter, all that, they have to pay or they don't play. And, and a lot of and them said, they well, have to they have to abide by what they're told. Right. They, right. they have to have their right. copy approved, isn't that right? Yes. Yeah. Uh I believe so. I, I think believe so. so. Yeah. Yeah. So, and even some here have spoke out against that and against our prime minister and already already been censored and, uh, you know, told that you're going to suffer a fine if you say again. So, you know, many people ask me for a long time, can you speak freely in Canada? I'd say, oh, yeah, yeah, we can. I can't say that anymore. I can't say it. I, I'm disgusted. And, you know, I, I just don't know what else to tell people other than we'll just keep speaking the truth. Yep, and whatever consequences come our way, you know, we'll 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 vote our conscience, and we will do what we need to do to serve the Lord Jesus Christ. So that's the well, day we're in. There, there is heightened oppression all over the world. Um, we've had some folks here from India, and they were mm-hmm. talking about some of the things that have been going on there, where Christians have been killed and churches have been burned, and it's just been yeah. really, uh, really extremely difficult. And then uh, they're talking about uh, 
throughout the whole nation. They're talking about uh, proclaiming Hinduism as the as the nation religion. It'll be wow. the established religion, and of course, we all right. know when church and state, when the state, you know, sets up a an established religion, that great persecution mm-hmm. follows. And of right. course, when you're talking about freedoms, of course, there's uh, a lot of white people that have been slaughtered by black people in uh, South Africa, and yeah. the color issue isn't isn't an issue to me. Uh, the only way that they're able to do this now is because a few years ago they registered their weapons and then confiscated them. So now mm. you cannot protect yourself against a mob. Right. Welcome welcome to Canada. Yeah. Welcome to Canada. I just spoke this week to a phenomenal young man. Um, his name is Thomas Bowie, and Thomas was a missionary in uh, Indonesia. And had to leave the country the government shut them down they mm. were meeting he had he had come into a ministry that he did not establish but it was established kind of underhandedly it oh, wasn't it wasn't yeah. established properly and so he got found out he was reported and they were told you shut down and you leave the country you can apply to come back in and Stephen said I met with the officials I told them I'm sorry I know things weren't done right if you would allow me the opportunity we'll come back we'll do it the right way and they've said that they'll work with him. But, um, yeah, he said 25 believers had their last church service about a year and a half ago mm-hmm. in that place, and there was not another church for them. So, um, and, and that's, you know, part of that's pers- part of that's persecution, but part of it's just that things weren't done right. So um, I can't lay all the blame in Indonesia, but definitely there is a resistance to the gospel there because of the heavy Muslim Oh, yes. Influence. It's the so largest... Muslim nation in the world. Yeah. yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we've right. got family members of some of our teens that uh, their oh. church has been burned once or twice, and I, mm-hmm. I mean, they just mm-hmm. they suffer those things. They never know what to expect every time they go to church. Well, uh, Brother Bowie was telling me that when he went in to meet with the government official, uh, the guy was very stern and you know very very curt, and then at the end of the meeting, he motioned for the other men in the room to leave and he leaned over the desk and he said i want you to know that i'm a i'm a christian Mm. and i'm going to help you as best i can but you need to get out of that area immediately because that local government hates you Mm. they hate you that you were able to operate without them knowing for so long so that was part of it but yeah 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 but uh yeah, so uh, pray for pray for our uh, folks around the world that are serving the Lord Jesus Christ, and then pray for our countries. I think we're going to see some persecution come here. I think it's coming. Um, well, the, the handwriting, I think, is on the wall. being so. prepared. Yeah, so in light of that, how important is it that we as men meet on a somewhat regular basis and be encouraged and be charged and be sometimes rebuked and sometimes just refocused. How important are those meetings for men and for women? We've talked about camp, but what about some of those maybe family family camp situations, some of those things? How important are those to us? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, everybody has their, their main burden. Some people it's camp, youth camp. Some people it's mm-hmm. VBS. Some people it may be... Um, 
marriage conferences, whatever whatever it may be, men's meetings, ladies' meetings, you know, whatever it may be, and those that have a passion for it do it well. And so, you know, that is a great blessing. I, To tell you the truth, I mean, most of us would say that if we went to every single thing we were invited to, we would never mm-hmm. be at our home church and would never operate our home ministry. So there's right. always all kinds of things that you could attend, and it's just trying to figure out what best to attend. But I, I haven't really been to a poor men's meeting. I've never right. really been to a poor uh, marriage conference or couples conference, whatever you want to call it. Um, right. I've never attended a ladies' meeting, so I couldn't tell you whether they're good or bad. But uh, you know, because it seems as though those that really have a heart to do it, they go all out and they want it done the best they possibly can for the glory of God. Yeah, I agree. And I have to say that I think our church people and myself personally have benefited greatly from some of those meetings. And you're absolutely right. The ones that I've gone to and, and, I, I don't I don't know of a lot. Uh, my association with some of those things is limited because of where I'm at in Canada. But in Canada, we have our Man Up Conference here in Ontario. We have two of those now. Uh, it's gotten so big, we have two of those. Amen. Those have been so well attended. It's 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 the biggest men's meeting we have in Canada. Um, and then we started branching out. I did one in uh, British Columbia. Uh, this year in the interior of British Columbia. Amen. Great response. Great start to that. And then um, they have some ladies meetings here. Faithway Baptist Church has a big ladies meeting here. In the States, Mansfield has had some great great meetings as well, men's and ladies meetings as well. Yes. Yeah, you, you what? did what I did. What? I was announcing one time at Cleveland Baptist, there's a big ladies meeting over here. Oh, <laughs> and gave the details. And Dave Cook, our good friend, Dave said, Cook. Um, "How big of a lady do you have to come? Do you have to? Is it height? Is it weight? Is it dress size? How how are you deciding a big ladies meeting? So, ladies meeting. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's that's tricky to say. A larger larger ladies meeting. You can't say that. Yeah. Um, Plus yeah. size. No, no, that doesn't work. No. Either. No, no. Let's just stay away from the ladies' meetings. <laughs> We're gonna get ourselves in trouble. That's why we don't go. Can you imagine? Hey, have you ever wanted to preach at a ladies' meeting to ladies? Would you, as a pastor, like to say, "I'd like to specifically speak to the ladies"? You ever wanted to do that? No, I never wanted to, but but I have. I know guys that have been asked, and they said they yeah. were very intimidated. Oh yeah, I th- I think that'd be that'd be. You have to be so careful what you say, right? You don't want to say the wrong thing. Oh, I and think, as a man, I we think you'd do. say the wrong thing no matter what. So, yeah, you can't really win in that. No, you can't win that battle. No, no. But I, I, I've often thought I wouldn't mind having my wife. Now we'd never do this. I wouldn't mind having my wife or your wife speak to a group of men and say, "Hey, from a woman's perspective, this is what we need, or this is what yes, we don't." It sounds see. nice, but. Yeah, we'd never no. be able to back it up with Bible. <laughs> no. So what I do is I say to my wife, hey, tell me. Tell me what tell I me should what say. Tell me what you want to say. <laughs> tell me what you want to say, and I'll say it, you know, and I'll take all the credit for it. <laughs> but I, I remember before I got married, I read this book on marriage, uh, uh, things 
things wives wish their husbands knew about marriage. You know, so right. it's a good book. Yeah, yeah, that's some good stuff. And and I think as a preacher, I think that would be a good perspective when we do speak. Um, and and I often do try to challenge men from those things. I've learned from my wife a lot of good things, and uh, and I know you say the same of Denise. And that's why we need to have them on this program more often because people really want to hear from oh, them. Oh yeah, and and They're I think good. and I think it is a great it is a great avenue for them to be able to say some of those things and not be offensive. They're not preaching, um, but they can say some of those things that need to be said. And so, yeah, we definitely got to get them back. It's been a while on a more regular basis, consistent basis. We need to do that. Um, what about uh, father son meetings? Yeah, you, you know, I have been involved in them. We used to run them at Cleveland Baptist as well and been to some others as well. Uh, they're generally not not a large meeting. You know, even even mm-hmm. at Cleveland Baptist we'd have maybe twenty guys and their and their sons. And and I mean that right. was plenty, but you know, in in relationship but that was more of a camp out too and things. So Right. But, but it right. was it was good. It was really neat and and a lot of work, a lot of effort to get things ready and make sure you got things together. But but it was always worth it. It was always worth it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't do a lot of uh, father son stuff when I was pastoring here. I don't know why. Just I think we just had so much other stuff on the go. And yes. I think we took our young men to the men's meetings. I always encourage our guys mm-hmm. bring your bring your boys. You know, if they're old enough that they can sit in church, you know, for the amount of time that we're preaching. Um, but it's a great time for a father to get alone with his boy and spend time mm-hmm. either on the drive or in the hotel stay or, you know, during that time. That That's a neat time. And, and so I think that's a valuable time for guys to take advantage of that as well and um, encourage. So All right. So I, I, I know when we do this, why? Why is it valuable? Right. Right. That's a great question. And that's I was, had that same thought. It's valuable because. Again, I think we've said distractions. There's so many distractions today. This allows us to remove some of those things that keep us from really focusing on what's important. And we need to communicate with our children better than we are. And we, because of electronics, have really lost some communication skills, I think. And not many families sit down at the table anymore and eat supper. They don't have that time together. They sit in front of the TV or the mm. kids out playing baseball, the dads run over here, mom's working, whatever. And we don't have that family communication time. And I know even our family, since I've started traveling, we we used to meet every Sunday and have lunch. My wife would do lunch every Sunday. And I was just up with Brother Raider in Kinross. They do that and they have a large family. And Mrs. Raider cooks a meal every Sunday for their family. They all mm-hmm. come over. Um, and since I've been traveling, we haven't done that. And I gotta tell you, I notice a difference in our family because of that. Hmm. There's a little less continuity. There's a little less closeness um, because of that. We're still good, but it's not as good as it was. Yeah. And I think that's a big part. What do you say? Well, you're the one gone a lot too. So right, Ruthie right. may be closer because yeah. there's more more interaction there. Uh, yeah. I, I think the other thing is because it's specifically designed for a purpose it's easy to 
use the scriptures and meet that need or some of those needs that would be general needs, you know, talking mm-hmm. to guys about communicating with their wives or uh, loving their wives like Christ loves the church. I mean, we we always need to be reminded of those things. And uh, yeah. ladies speaking to ladies uh, about, you know, those issues that, that ladies find difficult to deal with, you know, that it's not just one lady in the church out of a hundred is the only one who feels that way, but, you know, so mm-hmm. many ladies that camaraderie of, and, and not a collective uh, gripe se- session, just uh, meeting needs that everybody has has trouble, uh, you know, assimilating that the Word of God into, into our life, you know, but putting the Bible in shoe leather, so to speak. So um, yeah. I think that's a, that is probably the greatest blessing from that is to do it in a way that is unique and palatable or uh, a way that there's that connection is made to that specific group of people, whether it's teens, couples, men, women, father, son, preachers, whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, I, I think... A lot of families are kind of feeling and sensing what I just said. I, I don't know that a lot of families have that close-knit family dynamic as much as we used to. And there's all kinds of different things, but I think that's so important. I think that we have a longing for that, but we sometimes don't know how to create that. And so these meetings allow us to have a little bit of that and to maybe reform some of that. Mm-hmm. And while I'm thinking of this, uh, you know, thinking of family, I want to say that uh, we missed it. We missed a big event. Um, we didn't get to say it. This is a little behind, but Harrison, your buddy, had a birthday. Yeah, I know. And and he got a present from his favorite buddy. Oh, yeah. Pastor Wolven. And I went over, and he goes, Poppy, look what I got. And he shows me his Captain America Yes, exactly. And I said, where did you get that? His face lit up. Pastor Wolven sent it to me. He was so excited. <laughs> Captain America. I said, well, he's all right, but here's your much larger and stronger Captain Canada figurine, son. Here he is right here. <laughs> so, yeah, and, and those those special times, and I'm learning, I, you know, I segue into this with that, that I'm learning that my time to influence my grandchildren is not near as long as I want it to Amen. be. Amen. And I, I cry sometimes driving down the road thinking, I, I don't have much time. I, and I could live to be 90 and I don't have enough time. Amen. I got 30 years, I don't have enough time. I wanna influence those kids and I wanna, I wanna have a part in their lives. And I'm begging the Lord that he give me you know, good health, extended life so that I can have that influence. Amen. But yeah, I, th- I think we need those kind of meetings for sure to just bolster, just bolster some of those mm-hmm. things and remind us of some of those things. And I think like you said, there are a lot of men who are struggling and they think they're all alone, but they're not. They're not. And those kind of meetings help us to realize that, you know what, we're all in this together and we can all be strengthened together. So I, I appreciate that. Amen. Love it. Love those kind of meetings. Amen. Well, that's almost 20 minutes and we tried to break it off there. So that went really quick. That Wow, that flew by. And uh, we'll leave uh, leave a little bit of room for Friday. So Absolutely. Any, uh, any, any little teaser for Friday you want to give? Anything you want to throw out there that we might Yes. Discuss? Tune in Friday for something that we don't even know what we're going to talk about yet. 
Excellent, excellent. Um, we'll take about a 30-second break off air, and then we'll be back to record that. So get ready for Friday. It's coming. Oh, man. This is Tim Talks. I'm Al Stone, and I encourage you, if you are able to get to those meetings, go. There'll be some cost. There'll be some time involved, and you don't have to go to all of them. But get to some that will encourage you and strengthen you and build your family and your, and your position and leadership in your home. If you're a lady, your position in the support of the home, and uh, it'll be good for you. I encourage you. I'm Al Stone. This is Dan Wolven in Columbus, Ohio. Again, thank you, thank you, thank you for all of the comments, for all of the uh, topics, questions. Um, you know, we had a couple of questions already from past uh, past episodes that we probably yep. should should take care of maybe next week or something but uh follow up follow up uh, questions on those things so thank you we appreciate it and if we don't get to it on air we definitely get to it on paper or on a screen yeah somehow some way we try to deal with all that comes in so thank you for those and we encourage you keep sending them amen um i think we have i think we have two more to cover uh, on our mail list, and we could use some more, so send those in. I'm going to ask the kids at the camp this week to uh, maybe give me some. That would be great. And uh, we always appreciate your contributions so very much. We want to help you. Amen. And uh, we, we don't want to just share what we've got. We want to help you. So God bless you for that. This is the Tim Talks, and uh, we're excited to be able to be with you today. Uh, our little Timmies all over the world. And for those of you in Japan, we haven't mentioned you for a while, know that you're in our hearts and our thoughts. Whoever you are, we love you and thank you. And not only them, but many parts of the world. We'll get to all of you eventually. (laughs) This is Tim Talks. Have a great day. We'll be with you on Friday. You've been listening to Tim Talks, taking interest in ministry, with new podcasts added each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. To learn more about your hosts, Dr. Al Stone and Pastor Dan Wolven, you can visit us at timtalks.com. That's T-I-I-M talks.com.